2: Welcome to No Filler. I'm Travis. And I'm Quentin. And we're kicking us off today with a brand new single from Beach Fossils. This song is called Don't Fade Away. Dude, well, you're in luck, dude. They got a brand new record coming out in June called Bunny, which is why they have T-shirts that they're selling with a bunny rabbit on them. queue that you saw on oh. my screen there a second ago. So yeah, that's the first single off uh, their brand new record. And again, the song was called "Don't Fade Away." And yeah, it's just you know, this is like the natural progression for them. You know, we um, talked about their their debut record last year like we kicked off uh january of 2022 with an episode on their first record uh and we call you know we talked about the the term twee pop, which is like a genre that we heard mentioned once um attributed to some band that we talked about and we had never heard the term and then we just kept seeing it everywhere we looked you know one of those types of things yep yeah let me remind the listeners out there what pop means q it's a term i mean i'm, I'm Reading the description straight from our episode, Q, from last year. Straight from your um, own mouth, dude. Straight from wherever I copied this and pasted it from. <laughs> it says here, the term is used to describe music that is simple and innocent, with boy-girl harmonies, lyrical themes about love, and catchy melodies. And yeah, you that's, know what that is, dude? That's it, dude. That is yee-yee. Yee-yee pop. That French. yee yeah. yee yee uh, Right. Apologies if y'all can hear my cat. She's going nuts, but... That's exactly what that is, dude. Yeah. Um, Just, yeah, that super happy-go-lucky kind of innocent, simple pop songs. Yeah, and when you go back and listen to Beach Fossil's first record, it's very lo-fi. Like when you hear hear that new song that we just played, it just sounds like the same formula of a Beach Fossil song, but just more polished, you know, like more like higher production value. Like this is kind of where you'd expect them to be. 13 years on, right? 14 years on. Because they've, they've been around for, you know, since 2009. So anyway, that is exciting. So look out for that coming out in June. If you like that kind of stuff, if you're a fan of Beach Fossils like I am, their new record is coming June 2nd. So I'm sure they'll drop a couple more singles um, between now and then just to, to get us more hyped. Q. But uh, anyway, here we are. This is our... I guess this is our April, what you heard. So last last month the, the the episode that came out this month, I think I called it our February, what what you heard. I got I got mixed up. I think we skipped February basically is what happened. <laughs> so we put yeah, out uh, you posted uh, yeah. that at the beginning of March. Yeah. So oh, I think okay. I just got a little bit a little bit confused Q, because our, our very first episode of the year came out at the end of January. Yeah, and it was technically our january episode but yeah whatever i, I you know guess what, maybe who's, who's it gets kind of confusing when you go from posting once a week to once a month you know you're like when do i when do i record this or when did we record this when do i need to put it together yeah it, it feels like it? um like an eternity between each episode it know, does, compared dude. to where it we is, were i know it, it, it's still crazy to think that we managed to record an episode every week for f- five years is it five Maybe five, yeah. I mean, actually, no. Yeah. This is our fifth year because we this started okay. in 2018. So four so, yeah. full years we did it. Um, yeah, pretty that's, much. That's nonstop. quite quite the feed, queue that we yeah, that we pulled off there. And we're continuing we're continuing on with uh, our what you heard format, uh, going uh, once a month moving forward. For now, for the time being, give us a little bit of break. Um, so yeah, this is our what you heard format, and that's what the show is all about. Now, if you want to go back and listen to us dive deep into. Some of our favorite albums of the last several decades. Go back and listen to our our catalog. We got a we got a deep, rich pocket of tunes. There's over 200 episodes for you to listen to, of that exact thing where we're 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 diving deeper into specific albums or artists. Um, so there's lots of content out there. If you're if you're tuning in for the first time, and you're like, "This what you heard format's kind of goofy," well, go <laughs> back and listen to our our previous catalog. And maybe by the time you're caught up, we'll be back to that format again. Who knows? But for <laughs> yeah, the time being, uh, we're doing monthly episodes where we're just doing uh, this format that we that we call our, our monthly mixtape. So I bring five tracks. Quentin brings five tracks. And yeah, we just play tunes. No rules. I mean, it's it's any, any genre, any decade. And, that, and that's basically it. Pretty straightforward. And I believe, Q, you're kicking us off this month. So... What do you got? You got to set the stage here. We either go uphill or downhill, Q. For, from here, so you got to set us in the, in the right direction. Well, yeah, I was just thinking about that, dude. And like, would you rather be climbing up a hill? You know, like straining your muscles, or would you rather go downhill? I was thinking more of like a roller coaster, you know. Oh. And so, okay. like, when you're going up, you got that anticipation that's building. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You're a little bit scared, nervous, you know. Okay. Well, know then we're, we're climbing. We're, we're climbing the climbing to the, to the peak here. I'm, okay. Speaking of peak, I'm bringing a song from Twin Peaks. Blah, blah, not, not, not the movie or the show. Okay. The band Twin Peaks. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know there was a <laughs> band called Twin Peaks. I thought you were bringing well, something from the show, which would have been really nah, interesting. That that would be cool. But no, uh, this is a band. I've actually brought a song of theirs before to know. Okay. Um, from their 2014 album, Wild Onion, which is that classic like psych pop revival that happened. like Psychedelic pop revival. Mm -hmm. uh, Kind of garage rock band sound. But they've really evolved over time. Um, And I'm bringing a a song. Actually, I'll bring track one from their 2019 record, Look Out Low. Um, Let's just let the song speak for itself, dude. I, I love this song. This album is fantastic. So... Okay. Here we go. This is again track one from Lookout Low from 2019. This song is called Casey's Groove. Yeah, it's got just like a like a classic Americana sound to it. Yeah, man. Dropping that solo. Yeah. That was a... That is, the solo a, had a little bit of twang to it. Just a straight up classic guitar solo. Yeah, good stuff. Which you don't hear a lot of these days. You don't. You don't. You know, coming from a band that is historically just your straight up garage psych rock band, it's really mm-hmm. cool to hear how they've evolved. Let me just say, if you want to hear a good collection of songs from how they used to sound... Because really, they've changed so much that it's almost, I would say, almost like two different bands. Check out their album called Sweet 17. It's a singles compilation. And yeah, that'll give you a little taste of, of their old school garage rock sound. But let me just read this, this quick write up here. It says um, Armed with four excellent and collaborative songwriters, each member upped their game on Lookout Low. Lookout Low shows that Twin Peaks is less a band and more a brotherhood, one that's endured for almost a decade. The sonic and creative leap the five-piece takes in Lookout Low feels like a total revolution in their youthful sound. Anyways, great tunes, great band, good vibes all around. That was Casey's groove from Twin Peaks' Lookout Low. And I'm going to pass it back to you, brother. How are you going to start us off? All right, so this is a holdover from last month actually so this one got kicked to the curb uh because i i think he played a song that i had a better pick to 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 play with it Uh, so i kind of held on to this one but i'm still rocking it so this one's this one's been on rotation for for a little bit uh, for me so this is really interesting group i don't really remember how i stumbled upon them but that doesn't really matter this is a sh- very short-lived post-hardcore emo group from Germany. And they, they sing in German, which is really interesting. And they were only active for a few years, 1998 to 2000. And there's really not much material out there. Um, they basically had like a, a uh, split seven-inch single that they did with this other German emo band called Maggot. And then they put out a three song, seven inch uh, self titled record. So, no full length record at all that that, that they put out. But in 2019, they essentially compiled all of their songs that they had recorded into a single song, uh, into a a single record called Discography, which is, you know, their discography, right? Um, Anyway, so this song just kind of stood out to me. I really enjoy it, it's got this great energy to it. And it's just kind of fun to hear like a, a post-punk song, a song in, in German, right? So anyway, here we go. So this uh, this band is called One Two Five Rue Marte, and this song is called Disco Hijack. Some, some uh, Kim Gordon vibes. Hmm.
3: Kind of like,
2: uh, yeah, I can see that. Spoken word, almost kind of singing. Yeah, definitely spoken word, which is which is cool, and that's actually quite a bit of of of, um, of their style is that kind of spoken word, which I always I've always loved that. Um, yeah, I don't know too. what words what the words are that they're saying, but um, I just I love yeah I love it, just straightforward, you know, emo. Post-punk. Actually, this this particular song is off of their self-titled. So it came out in two thousand. So that's right around the time that you and I started listening to emo, right? And we've had this conversation a million times how we didn't really consider it emo, but it was emo, like Jimmy World and stuff like that. Um, Emery, I mean Emery was was pretty emo, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Emery was what we thought of as the classic emo. Yeah, but that didn't even come close to some uh, like the screamo stuff that was coming out around that time we didn't go that far yeah (laughs) i think we associated emo with screamo like that's yeah that was what emo was but and emery was a nice mix of the two it was that's what i liked so much about them yep but yeah you know the term you know it's an umbrella term for a lot more styles than we we originally thought so anyway just kind of piqued my interest when i first heard it and it's just, again, it's kind of interesting to hear a German emo band, right? So anyway, all right, want to throw it back to you. What do you got? All right, so I think it must have been for our best of the year episodes. I brought a song from a group called Pet Shimmers, and then I found out that each band member has their own playlist on Spotify, of just tunes that they like. And that's one of my favorite ways to discover artists is through other artists and that's the cool thing about spotify is that you can kind of link your spotify profile to your group's spotify page for the music that you put out and you can share your own personal playlists and i let's see one of the band members Flori adamson legit and i'm bringing a song that i just heard earlier today from her playlist this is an artist called Kate in V. Dude, I've played her on what you before. Oh, yeah. I yeah, reckon it's really interesting. Covers. Yeah. I'm curious if it's the same song. Well, this stuff kind of reminded me of, um, remember that like pioneering electronic group called Yellow Magic Yellow Magic Orchestra. Orchestra. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're from Japan. Kind of reminds me of, of that stuff. She's very experimental. Yeah, and and she this album at least uh, is called Bina Sue from twenty sixteen is very okay. like eighties Casio keyboard level electronic music. Okay, so I brought a, a song from Room for the Moon twenty twenty. So, and she's Russian, correct? Moscow based. yeah So we're going from we're going Germany, Russia. We're all over the map today, Q. The world <laughs> map. All right, so again, this is a track from the album Beena Sue* by Kate N. V. The song is called In. love it yeah you, you talk about the, like kind of the 80s influence like she her voice kind of sounds like almost like a cindy Lauper or something like that yeah that kind of 80s poppy female vocals but then there's that really kind of um yeah a lot lots of synth and that really interesting kind of experimental kind of sound th- thing that happened i don't know what to call that that's the yellow magic orchestra yeah influence that i heard and of course the you know the electronic drum beats too yeah I I remember the the track that I brought was way more experimental so that's interesting maybe she kind of if I remember correctly she's like one of those artists that kind of reinvents herself quite a bit and no. so by the time 2020 hit and that, that track that I brought it was kind of a, a whole different kind of sound but, but uh, man do I got a perfect follow up cue awesome I love when that happens and it's gonna allow us to uh, continue our, our globe trotting here. So this is a UK-based electronic musician, or at least, um, yeah, it's 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 a single guy. So um, the the name of the 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 project, at least, is called Bellberry Polly, and it's the the, the project of uh, this guy named Jim Jupp. Uh, and he co-founded this British music label called Ghost Box. And he falls under the umbrella of Hauntology, which I have talked to you about before. Q. Oh, yeah. With that group that I brought, I think, to to the um, best of 2022, uh, the Night Monitor. So here's something I didn't realize, Q, until now. Hauntology is... You know, when you hear the word haunt, you think of like spooky, scary stuff, right? Right. Um, but it actually has roots that goes back to, well, the 2000s. I think this I think this label is actually kind of like the founding, um, some of the founders of that movement. But hauntology is sort of the precursor to hypnagogic pop and chill wave. Interesting. Holy shit. Because the whole point of hauntology is that it... it evokes cultural memory and aesthetics of the past that's probably why it's called hauntology because it's like you're hearing ghosts of like these instruments and stuff from the past right that's cool i like that so bellberry Poly, basically it's it's this guy jim jubbs uh, side project but he he would pull in other musicians um, to make this music blending nostalgic yet futuristic influences such as library music Progressive Rock, Pastoral Psych Folk, and the Early Electronic Experiments of Raymond Scott and the BBC Radiophonic Workshop. So that's why I think it's a pretty pretty good song to play after that particular song that you you just played. So here we go. Let's just dive into it here. So um again, this group is called or this this project is is, is called Bellberry Poly. And I'm gonna play a track off of the two 2000- thousand five record The Willows. This is the self-titled track. that's ontology dude i'm all for it all day long i mean you could totally see how this turns into boards of canada right yeah and bands like that wow um yeah so that's that and that's a that's a a very uh large rabbit hole that you could fall into uh if you just look up artists under that label ghost box um so anyway awesome i said self-title track i meant title track because that was the name of that song was called the willows off of the record the willows anyway so yeah really cool stuff and you can see how yeah it's got it kind of evokes like early electronic stuff from like the 70s you know yeah totally and um and and you know when i read that description of like it kind of pulls in like samples from like library music and stuff i also oh, yeah. hear a lot of like samples from old like bbc broadcasts and stuff like that that they'll put in there yeah, it almost reminded me of the uh, 70s supermarket music yeah. that we would right. play on some of our episodes. It's kind of that Muzak stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yep, totally. Anyway, all right. So that, again, like, uh, that was the um, side project, or I guess music musical project of this guy named Jim Jupp uh, and that group i don't know what to call it i keep calling it. i'm trying to call it a group a band whatever it's a it's a musical project called bellberry poly uh, and again that song was called the willows thank right, you what do you got for us all right so as you know trev i've been working on getting my um Your turntable my turntable and my yeah my stereo system set up at the new place i finally got it i see it all i can see it in the background right yeah right you here. can see the turntable is that is that Gitzel Goberto peeking out right there? It is, Trav. Dang, look at that sharp eye. And you eye. know what? I wasn't gonna play this song next, but I guess I go ahead. I'll go ahead and play it, dude. Because I'm bringing a song from that album. Wow. Yeah, dude. I I haven't been like actively listening to music since I moved to the new house and with the new job. Just haven't had as much time just to to search for tunes. So, but I've been listening to a lot of records in the last few days since i got my system all set back up and one of the albums i always go to when i'm trying to to just get a feel for you know placing trying to find a good spot for my speakers to that sounds good Mm -hmm. is the gets in galberto album it's a classic for a a classic and dude just the way that that album was recorded man there's just something about it there's this warmth to it that's like unbelievable right yeah this could be the first proper jazz track, to be played on No Filler. I've brought like, a handful of them, but but not like a lot. classic classic jazz. Mm, maybe not like this. No. Yeah. But. Well, I'm for it. I'm here for it, you. I I just I'm confident that you're not gonna play "Girl for Me," Benina. I'm confident I'm not, of that. But it might be that's one of those. That's that's the song that if you know, gets in Gilberto, you might not know you do but when you hear girl yeah. from panina you're like oh, <laughs> that's them yep well i'm bringing my favorite song from the record uh and this song kicks off side b i always go straight for side b dude i wonder if it's my favorite track on the record quiet nights of quiet stars nope but that's or a good cor- one cork of corkovado cor- cor- i think i like uh, i like track 3 there's the, the the saxophone solo on i'm not even going to try to <laughs> pronounce that, but um, yeah. yeah, it's all good. Well, anyways, it's all good. It's such a good record, dude. All right, yeah. so let's let's kick things off with side B from the 1964 bossa nova jazz record Gets in Gilberto. This song is called Quiet Nights of Quiet Stars.
4: Quiet Nights of Quiet Stars. Quiet chords from my guitar Floating on the silence that surrounds us Quiet thoughts and quiet dreams Quiet walks by quiet streams And a window that looks out on
5: Corcovado Oh, how lovely
6: Esse amor, uma canção Pra fazer feliz a quem se ama Muita calma pra pensar E ter tempo pra sonhar Da janela ver seu corcovado O Redentor, que lindo Quero a vida sempre assim
2: just warms your soul. Yeah, it just... Everything around you just kind of melts away, you know. When you when you listen to this record, totally, dude. It's that just it just something. It just transports mm. you to a whole other dimension, almost, you know. Absolutely, man. And yeah. man, we're really keeping this globe trotting up, dude, because <laughs> the, the Gilbertos are from Brazil, right? They're Brazilian uh, jazz musicians. I believe so. J- Jolly Old Gilberto and Astrid Gilberto. I'm not sure know. about Stan Getz. Well, but who he cares you about know. Stan Getz. <laughs> What? Yeah, no, he's from <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, as far as like, uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, this this episode is uh, touching every corner of the globe, For sure, man. But yeah, Astrid Gilberto, um, that's her vocals on there, which is uh, and then her and then her dad's Joe Gilberto. I think it's her dad. Is it her dad? I, uh, man, Jalio. I feel like you should know this stuff, dude. Just yeah, click on any one of your such bios. big fans. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, daughter of Brazil. Of a Brazilian mother and a German father, uh, or is she uh, married no, to him? She's she's she'll go, she's Goberta's married to him. Okay, all right. So wife. this is a that <laughs> that's really something, dude. I've never stopped to consider that this is a husband and wife singing on this record together.
3: You know, yeah, and doing these yeah.
2: duets together. It's really interesting. Girl from Ipanema. Yeah, there she goes. Phenomenal record, man. If. If you're looking to dip your toes in jazz, you know, oh, I like, mean, yeah. this is bossa nova, so it's a little bit different, but it's, yeah, this is easier to get into than say like Miles Davis's "Bitches Brew," right? sure. I mean, that, that would be di- diving into the the deep end, you know. That's like me going straight to Masuga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, I feel like this record or Take Five by Dave Brubeck Quartet. Yeah, even that is way more complex than this. Sure, this sure. is just yeah. super simple, easy. Just yeah, it, like you said, dude, it just transports you to, to a whole other it, yeah. world. Yeah, if if you really stop and, and and focus on on this record as it's playing, like it just it just kind of it makes everything all right, you know. It's, especially if you've got a good pair of speakers, dude. Yeah, and you've got a good setup. Like find the find the the sweet spot. Sit down and just freaking relax and, yeah. and listen to this record from start to finish, dude. Put it on when you when you need a pick-me-up, you know? Exactly. All right, brother. I'll pass it back to you. We're chugging along with this one, dude. We're making good time. We're booking it. We're making Look at good it. time. All right, Q. Well, now we're going we're gonna to go to New York. And I'm just really... I can't tell you how excited I am, dude, to play this song for you. For fans of hip-hop, you probably were as excited as I was on March third of this last month when De La Soul's six records were finally available on streaming services. Uh, so I, you know, De La Soul is one of those groups I've always, I've always heard about them. You know, I'm familiar with, you know, me myself and I that song that that is kind of really popular by them, right? But I never really dove into their records because. You know, shamefully, I can I could just say the only reason I didn't do it is because it was not Spotify, right? I mean, I would go to YouTube, dude, and just <laughs> and just play. It. That's what I'm saying. I have, I 100 could have found my way to these records, right? If I wanted to, but anyway, it wasn't on Spotify, so I never really got around to them. But I've always wanted to dive into their stuff, right? And so I finally have I've gotten to do that. I really like uh, the Grind Date. It's an awesome record, dude. Lots the Grind of, Date. Okay. The Grind Date from from uh, 2004. Yeah, and see that one I believe was available on Spotify. It, yeah, it has it's yeah. been on there for a while. But yeah. Lots of awesome, awesome tracks on that one. So I um you know, I, I started with their first record, Three Feet High and Rising. And so one of the reasons that March third was kind of an important day, that's the thirty fourth anniversary of this record. You know, I was I was listening to to the record, just kind of letting it stream in the background and then my ears perked up when i heard this particular song q and i know you're gonna your ears are gonna be perking up too q um, by the time it gets to the chorus but i'm just gonna let it kind of speak for itself so uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about de la soul after i play this because you know i think we probably mentioned them on our tribe called quest episode because they're definitely. part of the same musical collection. we definitely did yeah yeah so anyway here we go so this song is off of de la soul's 1989 record three feet high and rising this song is called i know greetings
1: girl and welcome to my world of phrasing right up to back is the daisy 80 about to walk top stage so wipe your lotto's on the mat Hip hop love this is and don't mind when I quiz your evolving to be for the sun. But clear your court, cause this a one-man sport. And who's better for this than Plugged one? don't have to worry about me squashing other deals, cause they've already been squished. Freeze the frame of our moves the same. Wish we can continue right behind the bush. You'll stay with me, I know this. But not because of all my earthly treasures, or regardless to the fact that I'm passing the loose, but because I cut this dance to introduce myself as the chosen one to speak. Let me lay my hand across yours and aim a kiss upon your cheek. The name's plucked too, plucked and from the soul too. I bring you the daisy of your choice. May it be filled with the pleasure, principle, in circumference to my voice. About those other Jennies I reckon with, lost them all like a homework excuse. This time, the magic number is two, cause it takes two, not three to seduce. My destiny of love is brought to an apex, sex is a mere molecule. In this world of lust that I have for you, it's true, true.
2: just a shining example of like what these hip-hop pioneers were doing dude pulling from their parents record collection and sampling these tunes dude and of course their parents had a copy of asia right of asia right everyone had asia such a great record right yeah and peg that's my favorite song dude yeah man probably one of my favorite steely dan songs Period. I was smiling from ear to ear when I heard that, man. I was driving around yesterday and I was just listening to the song. And what's funny is like, I didn't catch on until I heard, what's his name? Damn it. Dan Fogel. <laughs> what is his name? It's Donald Fagan. Donald <laughs> Fagan. <laughs> when I heard Donald <laughs> Fagan's voice. Yeah. After I heard that and realized what was going on, the bass line is also lifted from Peg, which is such a great baseline. And it's just, it's, it's amazing to think about, right? Because- and th- that's what I love about it is the story behind that, right? Like you said, it might maybe it is or isn't their parents' records, but it's it's a record I mean that's that- the story that the I think it was Q tip when he was interviewed. Yeah, the tribe talked yeah, about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what they did, man. Because they like they didn't need all the all the instruments, you know, if they yeah. if if they didn't have access to a piano, a guitar, a bass, whatever, they could just rip it from a record and exactly. sample it and manipulate it. And so Q, I knew you'd be okay with this. And since we're doing good on time, let's just play a little bit of Peg, shall we? <laughs> let's do it. Because when else are we going to get the opportunity? Listen for the bass line, and then I think you'll also, you'll hear the obvious sample. But the bass line too, which is, I think, an incredible baseline. But here we go. So this is Peg off of Steely Dan's 1977 record, Asia. all you steely dan haters out there <laughs> there's the door yeah see you later <laughs> they get a bad rap man. they do uh I, I, it's one of those bands where you either love them or you hate them i mean they, i think they they really are pretty divisive like that um and we obviously love them um and dude what i love about peg and some of the other songs on this record is michael mcdonald's voice just so front and center you know what i mean <laughs> it's so obvious yeah right if you're listening for it it's like yep there he is yeah. anyway well there's peg by steely dan asia one of the best records of all time um and that's another uh turntable speaker tester right there that record right that's for one. Of sure the, the i still classics. don't have it dude i'm i'm saving the, to find it out in the wild that's shocking yeah and i haven't dude i haven't sh- i haven't shopped around for records in probably three years man I miss it, but I probably found that I've had that for a long time. I think I found it at um, you remember that record store? This is not Josie. Yes, um, I do. I already that. It. Yeah, I don't remember what it's the called. The place was Inter- massive. Inter- Entertain Mart. That's what it was called. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are a couple of those in in Texas. There was one in in uh, Dallas, next to the Galleria. Pretty sure I found it there pretty early on. Anyway, all right, Q. Well, that was a nice little detour. I'm gonna throw it back to you. What do you got for us? Alright, dude. Another album that I always pull out. So we're just we're just taking a stroll through your my records collection, yes. Your record collection, which is which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting like a hundred and eighty gram, like really nice uh pressing of Beck's Sea Change. Okay two thousand two. A classic record. One of my favorite albums. Is this the one that covered- you won the the Grammy for? Mm, I don't think so and, I believe that was for um morning phase 2014 okay. I'm not sure don't quote me on any of that well let's just look it up here <laughs> it's right here in front of us it's called the internet uh morning phase morning phase won Grammy one the Grammy yeah, yeah. okay right. morning, which is funny because morning phase sounds very much like sea change it's in the same wheelhouse yeah he has that like he has these different flavors term right well sea is the notoriously is you know it's the breakup record he was going mm. through some pain dude Um, it's a very sad somber record but nigel godrick uh also known as radiohead's main producer (laughs) Mm -hmm. the fifth radiohead every record that that guy touches i love uh airs talkie walkie yep phenomenal record anyways we have covered sea change we did a full episode on a while back but okay i'm coming back you don't remember that jeff (laughs) <laughs> I do remember that, but it's been a while. <laughs> that was probably yeah. their first year. That was a long time ago. Uh, but anyways, I, I'm bringing a song from this record that just, it stops me and I mean, stops from you me from tracks. tracks, dude, every time I hear it. Uh, all right. So again, this is Beck's Sea Change from 2002. So if you're driving, you know, pull over to the side of the road. Cause pull you're about over to, to the to, side of the road. You're about to slam on the brakes and stop. Yeah, exactly. And we don't want you to get hurt. All right, so this is track six off the record. This song is called End of the Day. Yeah, pretty moving, uh, powerful music there, Q. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it's fortunate that he decided to share these tunes, man, Like, because cause it's very personal. Ain't that the truth uh, about a lot of music, dude, that like if it wasn't for human suffering. And and f- for the willingness to share. Yeah, or, or, or human like, you know, romance and love and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what music is all about, right? Human emotion, beautiful song, and um, yeah, you can you can feel feel uh, what he's what he's going through, you know. Coming. This through. was a nine year relationship, dude. Three weeks before Beck's thirtieth birthday, he discovered Limon had been having an affair, Oof. with a member of Los Angeles band Whiskey Biscuit. Come on, Whiskey Biscuit. <laughs> Anyways. That's it, it's probably probably just a you know insult to injury. That's probably a really a really shitty band, right? <laughs> probably says he wrote most of the albums 12 songs in one week, but shelved them. So dang, not sure how long for in between him writing it and uh, yeah, it's personal, man. You gotta, yeah. You know, yeah, get to a place where you're comfortable with putting your heart out there like that. What, what a song, dude. And I mean. Leave it to Nigel to to make something really, really, really beautiful. With I mean, Beck Beck himself is a fantastic producer, uh-huh. and I love what I love about this song is like it brings in his old twangy guitar that like that was uh-huh. you know he started off doing like freak folk kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Um, like his album One Foot in the Grave, which was I don't even know when that actually came out because I've only ever known about <clears throat> about it through the reissue that happened in two thousand nine. But like, yeah, like that was. He started off doing like super dark gritty bluesy freak folk stuff so it's cool that he still brings in that slide guitar every now and then all right dude pass it back to you we're uh rounding third bass right got three more songs to play i'm excited to share this song finally on no filler i think i've hinted at it before but i feel like this was a perfect time to play this group after playing a De La Soul song, because this is like the other side of the hip-hop coin from this era of hip-hop. So this is a group that everybody is familiar with, at least those of you who have seen the movie Office Space. So I'm bringing bringing a song from the Ghetto Boys, right? But not one of the songs that that you would know if you're familiar with Office Space. So, you know, very famously, the smash the hell out of the fax machine uh, copier scene, right? Mm -hmm. The song Still by the Ghetto Boys is playing in the background. And then another song of theirs called Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster is also played on that movie, right? But uh, that same record that Still is featured on, it's 1996's The Resurrection is what it's called. And I'm going to play a song that lyrically has always just want to talk about getting stopped in your tracks this is a similar type of song and these guys are such good storytellers and that's what i like about their lyrics and stuff but the reason i say it's like the opposite like the the flip side of the coin the other side of the coin of hip-hop is uh these guys are are considered horror core or horror hip-hop sometimes is what it's called but it's you know gangster rap in a way but specifically they fall into this group this genre called horrorcore. And it just basically means like the lyric lyricism is like violence and, you know, murder, uh, just darker themes, right? And like literally they have a song called Chucky, which is about Chucky the doll, right? Stuff like that. The murdering anyway, doll. The murdering doll, right. Uh also cool about this group is that they are the first record they put out the first record from a Houston based hip hop group. Like a one of some of the founding Uh, hip-hop groups from houston right they're from this um this region called the fifth ward this community called the fifth ward which is like you know a very high poverty area right lots of violence and stuff like that so that's what they're singing about they're singing about their environment right anyway so um this song always jumped out at me uh if you pay attention to the lyrics they're really pretty pretty powerful and, and and moving just like that back song cube, but about something entirely different. So here you go. This song is called Time Taker. Oh.
0: same old shit that I was face to face with yesterday It's all the same, man, I can't change time An example of a young nigga trapped up in his brain's dying. I close my eyes to reframe my thoughts Then open my eyes to remain untaught Why my life gotta have a yesterday? Why can't I memorize tomorrow and live my life for yesterday? A baby's born and you hear Mars crying Is she crying or she happy for the fact she knows she's born dying? Probably some shit we'll never figure out I think my mind is plotting plans for My second mind trying to take me out I had a dream and I think I saw a dude Cause he had the looks that of a killer And he sung to me these four tunes He told me life is like a game of dice You roll them right the first time Just seldom get to roll them twice Not understanding what he said doc I found myself in the middle of life An infrared doc So tell me doctor, is you getting that? Motherfuckers busting at you with whip Can you picture that? That's why you find me in a salt mine Cause in this world we live together But divided by your chalk line You wanted to hear my life story Well I told you. Maybe there's answers to my question that you're Manila folk What's the solution to this mindset? You telling me it's gonna take you some time How long do time take? I'm losing focus on this straight line And trying to wait for motherfuckers So now I'm forced to take time Take time
1: Trousers, aimed it at his abdomen And grabbed a man' life away from him in the moment Angel dust and heroin and all that I was on it My opponent never knew what hit him As I was booting, I heard him say Get down, somebody's shooting He didn't realize he was the target I didn't realize what I was doing till he departed Oh Lord, I'm feeling something I never felt black I told his mama I was sorry She said sorry won't bring him back I gave life to the human race, and he alone has the right to take it away. So I tell me that I don't care, but every time I dim the lights, I'm having motherfucking nightmares. It's been a year since I heard dude holler, and I can still smell the motherfucking gunpowder. What does life mean to me? i trade places where the man a heartbeat if I was granted peace. I try to wipe it out my memory. I saw a shrink, but she couldn't provide a remedy. I'm public enemy number one Waiting in line on death row To get the needle for what i done Pretty soon I'll meet my maker The creator The one and only true time take. Time time time
2: yeah, his timing was so interesting Uh Yeah, and that's actually two different Two of the members. So they traded verses there. Uh, and, you know, apologies to Bushwick Bill. Um, may he rest in peace. He actually died a, a few years ago. But his verse was next. I didn't get to play his verse. But, yeah, that was Scarface was the first verse. And then Willie D was the second verse. But, yeah, I've, I've always loved, uh, yeah, their lyricism and their rhythm, rhythmically, like, how they – lay down a verse if i if i may say so <laughs> i use that terminology but like um as somebody who barely just is dipping his toe in in rap music right you know a lot of their music is about gang violence and stuff like that and this particular song seems to explore a guy like a a, a, a gang buster guy gang buster whatever yeah <laughs> <A, laughs> you know a a guy who commits some violence and then is experiencing some remorse about it right um yeah like you know he's hopped up on 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 uh, heroin and um angel dust and didn't didn't realize what he was doing until it was too late kind of thing and now he's like you know he regrets it and you know is on death row basically and wants to essentially like trade places with the guy he killed right so that's it's interesting and then the first verse is kind of about this guy who's sort of like just reflecting on life like this particular lyric always jumped out at me Life is like a game of dice. You roll them right the first time, but you seldom get to roll them twice. So basically, you know, you're dealt the hand that you're dealt, right? And that's kind of it. You know, you don't really get a second chance beyond that. And if you're somebody who grew up in the fifth ward, that's probably something you think about all the time. It's like, man, I was, uh, I didn't choose this. Like I wasn't, you know, I was born, born into this, you know? Right. Definitely. Anyway, yeah. So anyway i thought that was a pretty good opportunity to play it after playing some de la soul because de la soul and that whole native tongues collective was known for sort of bringing like positivity and like good-natured lyricism to hip-hop right that was right. their whole vibe and then yeah. you know ghetto boys are doing kind of the exact opposite with with that horror rap trend that, that kind of happened and they brought attention and put houston on the map as like a, a place for rap but also just like the south in general you know anyway because you know back then a lot of hip-hop came from like the west coast right and new york or california right like the two coasts right so anyway right right good stuff dude i'm I'm glad you brought that man yeah because i don't know when else we we're gonna get a chance to play that besides of what you heard right right so anyway which is all we're doing now hey eh? exactly all right, Q, what do you got? So, again, this goes back to me just messing with getting all my speakers set up down here in our den. Um, I hit shuffle on a, one of Sarah's playlists that like, we've been both adding songs to forever. And this is an artist. I Actually, I think one of his songs made it to our best of the decade. It might have been this one, actually. The artist goes by Son, S-O-H-N. I'm curious to hear what you oh, think I've, about this Yeah, I'm interview. familiar with that artist. I don't know if I've listened to any of this, but I've, I've seen the name pop up. Yeah, he's great, man. We've seen him, I think, just once. But we saw him come through uh, Seattle, probably around the time this album came out in 2014. Um, it's just him and uh, his keyboard, and he has another guy, at least for this tour he did, that kind of you know helps drop the beats and whatever. But beautiful songs, beautiful album. The, co- the album's called Tremors. And it's one of my favorites off the record, dude. This song is called
3: Blood Flows.
5: Shotgun, oh, a tree. Crack the web Make me see. Shotgun, your knives for me. Infiltrate in my body
2: hear tom york a little bit oh a little bit like the range is the same you know like he said those highs and kind of the way he you know kind of lets the note kind of flow from one to the next really reminded me of some of radiohead's softer stuff yeah really good he's got a great voice and he sounds just like this live dude he fucking Mm. kills it a lot of interesting things going on in that song too that you would pick up like these you know different Bits and pieces of like little electronic stuff happening in the background synth. Yeah, he's fantastic, dude. The whole record's awesome. And, you know, it's good memories tied to this album with me and Sarah. Hmm. So I always like to go back to it. Cool. And yeah, it just popped up on the shuffle. A couple weeks back when we first moved into the new house, I got the surround sound system set up. So I was shuffling tunes, giving it a listen. Blood Flows by Son. And I'll pass it to you, Trav. How are we going to wrap it up tonight? All right. So that song that you just played essentially picked my my track here because I had four songs to to choose from here. And I feel like this is a good, could be a good way to to, to play this one. Like it, it pairs well with that one. Or at least in the sense that I feel like that song could be played at like a dance club, maybe, you know, maybe. Sure, sure. Well, this song uh, is, is a rager that would fall under the umbrella of kind of the darker electronic, which I know you're increasingly a fan of as well, mm-hmm. Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is just kind of your classic electronic uh, house kind of song. So this is a brand new track, too, from this guy who I've kind of been, you know, paying attention to for a couple of years now. He goes by the name Gamma Intel, and I'm just going to let the song play. This is a brand new single, brand new, came out in February. Uh, It's called Trust. Here we go. (laughs) Let's <laughs> of music always like puts me in like a late 90s Mm. matrix aesthetic kind of vibes for sure yeah yeah it just makes you feel like you're you're like you're a you're a hacker you know neo futurism did you say neo oh my god (laughs) i didn't (laughs) do that on purpose (laughs) yes i did say that (laughs) yeah um agreed i was gonna say the same thing like it, it just makes me feel like i'm getting I'm getting plugged into the Matrix, you know? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm floating through ones and zeros, Q, which you tight know about. Tight leather <laughs> spandex. Sure. <laughs> Not spandex. <laughs> it's like a tight leather uh, bodysuit. Oh, okay. <laughs> bodysuit. All right. You mean like, like what, um. Like, York um, or something? Didn't she wear a leather outfit? Oh, she wore all, all body kinds of things, su- That's <laughs> what, She uh, wore all kinds of things. <laughs> What what was the, the what was the the girl's name on on the Matrix dude the other main Trinity? Yes, like Trinity. Yep. Okay, all right, and like the weird sunglasses and stuff. Yep. Yep. yep, yep, the Oakleys. Yeah, this this kind of music is really good for just kind of zoning out, you know. And you're you're just you know, you're coding if you're a coder, you know. You're you're this is good coding music, uh, or just driving around at night, you know. This is a good night i drive music for sure um yeah going into like some sort of like you know underground dance club you know Mm -hmm. isn't there like a famous massive orgy scene like one of the matrixes uh i think so matrices yeah sure i think so i don't know which i i honestly have not seen i I don't think think i've even seen second one i think it might have been the third one okay i don't know did you see the the latest one no i I heard bad things about it it's a circle jerk dude yeah, I didn't want to get disappointed. It's all right. Yeah, it was fun, but yeah, it's kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, kind of an interesting way to end things here. But Q, I would like to congratulate both of us for making it through the episode without playing a shoegaze track. Wow, dude, that's big for and us. And I had I had a lot that I could have pulled from. Of course, I had a shoegaze track too. That was one of my four that I may have played. Did I share that playlist with you, dude? That ambient shoegaze playlist? uh yeah you did yep it was like it was instrumental shoegaze right yeah, yeah 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 yeah. so we'll see maybe next month maybe next month you know i mean technically beach fossils is kind of a you know they're under the dream pop mm. umbrella at least but yeah they're not yeah. they're not shoegaze no 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 yeah so there you go i i didn't think we could do it and i say we we close this out let's say you just fade back into peg man oh pff, hell yes dude <sighs> wrap it up with some steely steely donald can't go wrong with donald Fig and vogel um or whatever he is. <laughs> uh yeah good call we'll, we'll fade out with some some peg but yeah i i couldn't tell you how tickled pink i was q when i heard that sample on that De La soul track it was amazing and, and yeah. what's funny about that is that like that's only like 12 years removed from asia which is kind of weird because, you know, Asia yeah. came out in 77, that, that record, the La Soul record came out in 89. I can't believe Asia came out in 77, man. That's mind-blowing, just because of how, like, just how that record sounds, you know? hmm uh, There's something about, like, recognizing a song that's been sampled there's, there's something magical about that yes it is it, it really is it always makes me feel more connected to the artist you know right because we're like okay we're we're listening to the same stuff you know like yeah. that's that came out of your record collection you know right or yeah, your parents cool. record collection and like that's the thing Asia is essentially came from our dad's record collection right that's how we yeah. know Steely Dan so yeah. it's just cool to think about like you know the De La Soul guys their parents were playing Steely for them when they were growing up right perhaps i don't know the story maybe it just you know who knows but let's just say that that's how it how it came to be because i mean like you say, we know that um a lot of the records that tribe called quest sampled came from their their parents record collections right so that's just kind of cool cool to think about right definitely i love it dude it's one of my favorite things yes it's amazing all right so we are going to end it at that and we will be back next month same time same place Probably. Um, same format. So ten more tracks. And maybe Q you'll have some time to listen to some music. Maybe. I I've, I've got quite a few saved, like albums saved that I've been meaning to mm-hmm. to dive into. So. But that's the thing. Like we said, there's no rules here. So True. I still I still found uh, found five songs to bring tonight. Right, but I mean you, you you have been listening to music. You've just been listening to your records. I've been listening to a lot of classical music, and I don't know if I'm gonna bring classical music. To this pod. Because I've been playing a lot of classical while I'm working. That would be something. So that that is interesting, Q, because I am able to listen to any genre. I'm able to listen to podcasts while I work. You find that classical music is... Yeah, okay. Well, dude, I'm typing up up emails to customers and trying to figure out what bullshit they've done wrong with their system. Okay. You know, I'm not making websites and stuff. I have to like, and I have to type. You know, I'm typing up a a, a formal letter mm. multiple times a day. Okay, you know I, mean? I could see, I could see how that would be, how my sugar might be distracting for you. <laughs> yeah, but classical music and jazz, I can do. Sure, yeah, totally. But that's the thing, man. You could listen to some of this hauntology, uh, right? Instrumental stuff like you uh, know what? I queue up every morning, probably, dude. Boards of Canada, that album by the Sundays. Can't get over it, man i i know you keep telling me about it i love it all right so uh yeah well travis you should cue back up cue up that sunday's album again mm, when you have the time. i'm just not i'm not in a place where that's the kind of music i'm listening to right now all right well i'll continue to remind you i will say I'm, I'm 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 off of the metal wagon that i was on for a little bit i go in cycles i think i've talked about this before yes now i'm back to like i don't know more instrumental electronic stuff I spend a few months with metal every year. Now I'm I'm kind of going beyond that, but you know we'll, I'll get back to it eventually. Anyway, so you're safe from metal for the next few months. On what you heard, if you're if you're a listener and you don't like heavy metal, you're safe for now at least. Well, that's good to hear, dude. Because I'm never yep. ready for it. I know, but it'll come back. It, it'll it'll rear its head again at some point. All right. Well, uh, find us on instagram if you want i mean whatever <laughs> really what we'd like you to do is is message us on instagram if you're following us on instagram that's great but we admit we don't really post on there anymore that's really just the outlet for us to stay in touch with our, our yes listeners. that's the only reason we keep it around yeah, exactly use it to talk to us if you want to if you want to message us uh, tell us what you've been listening to we'd love to start featuring uh, listener submitted songs again. We used to do that whenever we would get something sent to us from a, a, a listener. They would, you know, people have Instagrammed us. Uh, and said, "Hey, I've been listening to this track lately. You know, check it out. And then we'll play." I don't know if I don't know if you should say Instagrammed us. That's dating you, Jeff. Uh, I don't know what the term is. <laughs> you know, you, you 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 DM'd us. They slid into our DMs. I think that's, that's the term. not any better. <laughs> mm, it's, it's, I mean, that's what you say, though. Let's DM'd just stick her. with in, they Instagrammed us. Okay, you 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 messaged us on Instagram. How about that? Just reach out to us on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know what the term is. I don't uh I'm not I'm not hip. That's fair. Cuz I mean really we, yeah, I think if, if we were if we were truly you know, in line with the times, we'd be we'd be on TikTok, you. But we're not. We're not doing it. I refuse to do it. That's the last time we will say those words on this podcast. Yeah, not happening. So yeah, find us on Instagram. Just look for No Feeler Podcast and uh get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. I think, <laughs> I think we're still on there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm not sure either. I think I feel like we're grandfathered in at this point. Like we probably. could do whatever we wanted, and yeah. we'd still be on the network. Yeah, we we told them, hey, we're kicking back to once a month episodes, and they're like, yeah, well, it was, you know, it's a bummer because we really liked your your podcast. That's what they told us, which essentially sounds like, oh, you guys are like done, you know, like that's you, what it sounded like over, to me. Like, right? No, we're <laughs> yeah. still around. We're just not. Yeah doing it every week yeah well anyway for now i think we're still on the network so um yeah find us there and um yeah that's just a good a good network for for more music-centric podcasts so if you follow their network feed you'll get our new episodes as well as all the other shows under the network but also obviously you can just find our podcast on spotify and any other place you can listen to podcasts just search for no filler Actually, search for No Filler Podcast. Make sure you put that in there. Otherwise, you're going to get the Forty One record. All killer, no filler. Yeah, but it usually pops up still. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah, we will come at you next month with another What You Heard episode. Uh, In the meantime, we're going to fade out with more from Steely Dan's Peg. Thanks for listening as always. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Talk to you guys next month.